On the second Sunday in May, 1963, Andrea Beth Kleinman awoke to the sound of rain on her bedroom window. It was a comforting sound, and after she had looked around long enough to establish that it was light outside, she closed her eyes again and settled her head on her pillow. Soon enough, it would be time to get out of bed and shower and dress for what was supposed to be the most important day of her life. But first, she would steal a few moments of that day for herself, lying snug in her own warmth and listening to the rain. It occurred to her, after a few moments, that this would be a day of doing things for the last time. The process had already begun. This was the last morning she would wake up alone. Tomorrow, she would be in Puerto Rico, a married woman, and Mark would be beside her. She would not be Andrea Kleinman, but Andrea Benstock, and that seemed as vast a difference as between Buffalo and Puerto Rico. Of course they would return to Buffalo, but she would not sleep again in this bed, in this house. The house was a square brick structure on Admiral Road, four doors from Starin Avenue. It was on the north side of Buffalo, just a few blocks from the Kenmore Line. The house had been built shortly after the conclusion of the First World War, and had been occupied by the Kleinman family since midway through the Second World War. Her father had purchased it in 1942 for $8,700. A year later, the real estate market went crazy, and realtors offered David Kleinman as much as 15000 He had not considered selling then, nor did he consider it in the late fifties, when the exodus of Jewish families from that neighborhood to smaller houses in the suburbs began in earnest. It was the only home Andrea remembered. She had been four years old when they moved in, and had previously lived in an apartment on Amherst near Elmwood, and the upper half of a two-family house on Norwalk. She had the usual complement of amorphous memories of those first four years, but there was no sense of place to them. Home to her had always been this house on Admiral Road, and within that house this bedroom of hers. For thirteen years she had lived here, with no interruption beyond family vacations and a few summers at Canadian camps. During the years at Bryn Mawr, Even during the years in New York, this had remained her home, if only because she had had no other. Whenever she came home on a visit, her room was waiting for her, her own room in the house in which she had grown up, and it was only in retrospect that she realized how much this pleased her. Now she recalled a telephone conversation, which had taken place on another Sunday a few years ago. She was in New York at the time, newly settled in her apartment on Jane Street. Her parents called for the traditional Sunday morning conversation, her father on the sunroom extension, her mother at the wall phone in the kitchen. They had looked at a house the day before, her mother said, and it was perfect in every way. A ranch house, small and easy to care for, all built-ins in the kitchen, and on a very good street in Snyder much closer to the club for his golf. Fifteen minutes shorter each way and no stairs to climb. 
I thought if I could finally get him to look at a house, and this was just perfect for our needs. It was a nice little house, her father agreed. So it's nice, and it'll go on being nice, and somebody else will buy it and live in it. He won't move. It suits me here, Andrea. It's closer to my office, which I still go to more often than I play golf. But even if it wasn't, maybe I'm crazy, but I'm comfortable here. I don't want to go get used to someplace else. At the time, she had sympathized more with her mother's position.